Amen. Bless you. Thank you so much for that band, and it's great to be here sharing with you. Um, for those that don't know me, my name is Billy, and I'm feeling just a tad nostalgic, if that's okay. Um, so what I would love to do, just, just this afternoon, something occurred to me, and I really wanted to share it, if that's okay, and I wanted to introduce you to a young couple that I knew uh, more than 20 years ago, and I actually bought a photo of them, so I don't know if that photo can come up now. Um, me. Me and my wife, Vicky, and this is quite literally, we're, we're just, like within days of that being 21 years old. And that photo is significant to you. Why? Because that was us at one of our very first Bridgman Baptist services. If anyone was there back then in the day, you'll see, or you went to that school, that is the Albany Creek Auditorium, the high school auditorium there. And it used to be there. And so um, that is us. So uh, 21 years, I'd like to talk to that young fella. Um, I could have been much, I was, wisdom must be good. 21 years, wisdom, a little bit of wisdom, people. I'm feeling a bit better about it. And plus, I'm a bit smarter. I was going to show one of Nathan, but I thought I'm too smart for that. I mean, your boss, you don't show photos of your boss, old photos. So, so yeah, that was Vic. Um, if we can take that off now, I promise Vic we wouldn't leave it up there too long. Thank you for that just in case she watches. Um, and so my wife was three months pregnant there. And so for those that don't know our story, my wife and I were up in Townsville and our faith journey, this is part of our faith journey, uh, we came to faith in August 1999 in Townsville Baptist Church. And my wife and I, when, when we realised we were pregnant, we wanted to move down here to Brisbane. My wife's family are in Brisbane. My family are in New South Wales. And so we decided, yes, we would move. So we come to faith in August and we want to move uh, late November in December. And so the Townsville Baptist mob, they knew we were moving to the north side of Brisbane. And so we were moving, my wife is in the army. So we're moving to Albany Creek. And so they wrote in alphabetical order all the Baptist churches on the north side. You do the working it out now. So we are at... Bridgman Baptist Community. We just took the first one on the list. <laughs> 21 years, we might be a little bit of a journey to find these other followers. So get ready, Kabucho, or whoever the next one will so. but, but my young faith, and I will say we, um, but don't tell Vicky, we, we looked up the address for that Sunday that we went. The first Sunday we're going to Bridgman. We, there it is at the top of the list. I looked it up. I mean, we looked it up, and I reckon I had the address right and drove, and when we pulled up, it was a house. Now, I was only pretty new to the game, you know, and I thought, nah, that car, I better not knock on someone's door this early, you know. So in our young faith, I remember those days, we just said, Lord, take us where you want us to go, whatever church. So we just drove around, you know. I felt like Brisbane, but probably just Albany Creek, you know what I mean? We were just driving around, didn't know where we were going. And then we saw people, it was about quarter to eight, and they were walking into the auditorium. And I knew enough to say that must be church people. Only church people be up this early walking around at, at schools, you know what I mean? So, so we pulled in and got ready, started walking in. And if anyone knows, Jean Sheehan was walking in. Jean's walking in, she's that smiley, beautiful, our first greeting here. Hello, how you going, good, how you going? She said that. We said, oh, we're here for church. She said, oh, yes, we are a church, but you're a bit early. We're the singers. God, round of applause for the singers, mate. They turn up early all the time. 
That's why I'm not a singer. But anyway, there's other reasons too. Um, but Jean says, come back at nine o'clock, the service is on. Oh, thank you, that's great. We've got to walk away. Oh, by the way, what's the name of your church? She said, Bridgman Baptist. So be careful what you pray for, you get it every time, mate. So here we are for 21 years. And it's been an amazing journey. It's, you, you've been such an important part of our journey as a community. And um, when Nathan was asking me to come and share tonight, um, clear instructions from Nathan all the time. My good mate, he just said something Christmassy. So I thought, oh, wow, yeah, that's, thanks for that, brother. I really appreciate the focus that's given me. Um, and I got a bit nostalgic, and I actually do really appreciate it, Nathan. I think it, it's just left it open enough for me to sit in it. And I do want to share with you. I do really feel led to share something. And it's very brief, but it's very powerful. And it comes from Matthew chapter 1. Okay? And this is what it says. It, it's, it's the angel appears and, and basically the, the, the people of Israel have been foretold that, that one is coming. They know in their story that, that one is coming. And so it gets to this crescendo moment. Matthew's telling the story. He says, an angel appears and proclaims, as you have been told, as the prophet has said, the virgin will conceive and give birth. And here's, here's the bit I want you to really grab hold of. They will call him Emmanuel. They will call him Emmanuel. And thankfully, we don't have to hunt around. This, this language word, this name, its meaning is given for us. And if we can grab hold of this tonight, I believe it's a, it's a game changer. Emmanuel means God with us. Emmanuel means God with us. Now, now you might have heard this story. This might be new to you tonight. But that's what Emmanuel, this is the name that this child was gonna be called, that God was with us. Now, now, just even if you've heard it lots of times, just try to step back for a moment and imagine the excitement, the exhilaration, the promise is coming to fulfillment and the promise is that the God Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth, is gonna be with you. He's gonna be with you. Like, just take that in for a moment. The people being promised that the creator will be with you. And when my thinking takes me with this, Emmanuel, God with us. If God is with us, you know what that tells me? Then God is for us. Wow. You wanna know what sort of God this is, this all powerful God. What, what is the characteristic of this God? Well, it's God who's with us, therefore the God who's for us. Maybe you've never understood that before. For 26 years of my life, I believed there was a God. I had no problem with that. Believe in a creator, no worries, of course. But then to know that this God is for me, wow, what a game changer. If that was the sink in tonight, I'm really, I'm, as I look at you, as people, as, as people watch this, I really honestly ask that, what would that mean to you? to know that God is with you and God is for you, Emmanuel. So I find this, this Emmanuel, this Christmas topic to be profound in my 21 years. And I've always promised, I always promised, I made a, a, a vow to myself that I would always truthfully share from the, from the stage. I've had an immense privilege to be sharing for, for many, many years in this place. 
And I really appreciate you know, the trust that's been given to me. No one's ever pulled me up. I've been able to tell exactly where I'm at. I've never felt I've had to be fake. And I want you to hear this tonight. I know, I know the depths of the human experience. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat tonight. I know that. I'm not trying to do a motivational talk to, to pump you all up tonight. I've, I've experienced things. In fact, I've pretty honestly shared it from here. Tears of difficult times, of the valleys in my life. I've been able to share those with you, Bridgman, as a community, and I appreciate that. So I'm not gonna try and sugarcoat tonight, but 21 years I've been able to look, and lately there's just been a stirring, and this, this theme, this name Emmanuel, it's part of it for me. That right throughout my life, as I look back, I see not just God with me, but I'm starting to appreciate that God is for me. And if that can be true, then what would that mean for us if we held that? Even in the midst of the ups and downs, the ins and outs, the twists and turns, that is the human condition. I really thought tonight I was gonna be sharing about a, a passage that is pretty challenging and it's in Hebrews and it says that this Emmanuel, Jesus, that he, even though he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. I thought that, yeah, I'm gonna share about that. Because you know that as humans. We cannot ignore, and I'm so thankful that Emmanuel, the God who's with us, he experienced, it says that we have a great high priest who's experienced everything. He knows what it's like. That's his commitment to us. He knows that experience of being human. And I really thought I'd be sharing about that. So I'm not sugarcoating tonight, but there's something about this Emmanuel that I wanna share with you. It speaks right to the heart of God for me. And the concept I want you to get a hold of, it's a word you know, and it's the word generosity. When I start to think of God now, this Emmanuel, I start to think of generosity. I'm struck by it. And I'm, I'm a bit of a word person. I, I, it's part of my gig, knowing words. And so I love to look up where words come from. That's why I love Emmanuel, God with us, how powerful. Well, I've looked up the word generosity and it's had all different meanings, different seasons of its life. But originally where it comes from, generosity, the word generosity comes from a word that used to mean to give birth to. I find that fascinating. Here we are talking about the birth of Emmanuel, that God is with us and therefore God is for us. And here this word generosity, it means originally to give birth to. And I think immediately that we have this creator, this creator God who creates and he makes human beings who he wants to be co-creators. He wants us to be people who give birth as well. Birth to generosity is what I'm thinking tonight that we participate in the very character of God by being generous. And I, and I think that works because generosity gives birth to new things. Have you ever received a generous gift? You've been really low and struggling and wondering and, and it's something that just helps rise up. It gives new life when it's given in that spirit. And, and part of the mystery, have you ever been generous? how that does something to your spirit. How on earth can that be? That you give something and yet you receive something in the midst of it. That is because God's character is generosity. 
We have a generous God. Maybe you've never expected that. Maybe you're in a difficult season. I get that. But I want to speak to you tonight. I want to remind you that God is generous. And where this brings me to, the response, the perspective that this brings, and if you were to look through my journal and speak to me about my journey over the last 12 months, the concept I can't escape has been hospitality. So this generosity leads for me to understand, appreciate and grab hold of hospitality. And again, I don't want to disappoint you, I've looked up that word. And that word comes from host. It originally was the word host. And the meaning was a host, pretty much like today, is anyone who welcomes a visitor. Anyone who welcomes a visitor. Have you ever thought of God as that? A divine host who welcomes any visitor. Wow. That could change the game. If we had that perspective on God, that this God is a welcoming God, this God is a receiving God, this God is a host who invites everybody to relationship. We almost sung it, we sung it before, welcome home to the prodigal, welcome home. Wow. And it astounds me, it astounds me that God is so good at being a host that he sends his son as a visitor. Better back that up. God is so good at being a host that he sends his son as a visitor to his creation. See, we thought that we were, whether we accept Jesus or not, like we're the people that hold all the keys. But such is the commitment that God has to generosity. Such is his commitment to hospitality that this God will come in human form so that he might usher us in because he's the host. He has his arms open wide to receive every person into relationship. That is crazy. That could change the game. What would that be like for us? to carry that spirit. The spirit of Emmanuel, of being present. The spirit of generosity, of giving birth to, of, of, of giving. The spirit of hospitality, what it would mean for us to have arms open wide and to, to welcome everybody. This word, hospitality, it, it's not the biggest stretch, but it actually, also is the word hospital. You can see it in there, hospitality, hospital. And way before it had a medical connotation, the word hospital was actually very prevalent amongst the early Christian communities. And in this particular season for Christian communities, one of their big practices was to go on a pilgrimage. So people would want to walk a particular path, both physically but spiritually, they'd walk it with God and so they'd make their way to a particular destination. And as they were walking, they'd get weary. Some of these would rise up into mountains and dip down into valleys exactly like the human experience. And these weary travellers would come in and what they would be looking for is somewhere safe to stay. 
They needed to know that there would be a host who would welcome them. And some of these were well-worn paths. So, so some of these people would have relationship. They'd know them. You know, with COVID, it was hard to go traveling, but geez, you know, I've got a lot of family. I'm just gonna lob up and surprise them. It's gonna go well, I reckon. I don't know. I'll let you know. Just because we got a relationship, you'd stop in and that's okay. But what was even more powerful on these pilgrimage, for many people, they were strangers. They had no idea who the person was that owned the home. And the homeowner had no idea who the pilgrim was. But out of this spirit of Emmanuel, this spirit of generosity, this spirit of hospitality, of hospital, they would welcome them in and become connected. So these weary travelers doing life would find these open arms to say, come, come. I, I know we don't know each other, but now let us eat together. Let us talk together. What a beautiful practice that mirrors exactly who God is. I've always got to talk about where I'm at, my ex current experience. And so what I want to talk to you about is exactly what this means, why this is so rich for me at the moment. And I know you might be in a different season, I get it, and I'm not sugarcoating how difficult life can be. In fact, this very week, if I was to be honest, and I wanna be honest, this week I'm gonna travel down to New South Wales and I'm gonna help my mother bury her last brother. And so I know, I know, life is fragile at times. It's difficult. It can be burdens that we carry. But this, this sense of hospitality, of generosity, it can be a game changer for you. As I look back at the, the journey of my life, I can see how God has been that for me generous and hospitable. And the reason why I'm talking so much about it is last weekend, for those that don't know, I'm part of a community here connected to Bridgie called Dion. I have an Aboriginal heritage and Dion means family. And so that's our small intentional community. And we have 40 acres of land out west in Dolby. And I'll try to share with you because I want you to know a bit about the journey. And so it's taken up a big chunk of our time, this property. And, and we were told when we first got it that we had to rebuild the ruins. It's from Isaiah 58. Rebuild the ruins and make the community livable again. And it was fairly much in ruins. We had a lot of work to do. So there's been a lot of building activity, particularly over the last couple of years. And very recently, we just built a structure that we didn't think would get completed for a couple of years. But um, it can be very hot out there in the Western Downs area. 40, 45 degrees, that can happen. Rain, when the rain comes, how, you know, how are we gonna look after people? How can we give them a safe space? So we've got this eight by 12 metre structure that's been done. And we were sitting in it just uh, last weekend and it's so beautiful. But, but when we first completed it, just got it sort of done up, I was sitting there with uh, one of the people that helped build it. And Jeff, I'd said to Jeff, I was just telling Jeff about how an important story that we have, a word, a language word that we have in the Gumaray language. And that language word, I may have shared it before, it's Warrumbul, the Warrumbul. And I was telling Jeff and whoever was sitting there that that's our name for the Milky Way, Warrumbul. And the Warrumbul, the, the word means overflow. So, you know, you look up there and tell me a better word. You know what I mean? The over, doesn't it? The Milky Way looks like an overflow. It's an abundance. And I was telling him about this here. And, and from where you sit, 
in this structure, you would be able to see that. I was telling him about this overflow, how important that is. And Jeff sort of sat up straight and responded. He said, what? He even said it properly, ladies and gentlemen. Warrumble, he rolled the double R. It was brilliant. He was Gumeroy. Warrumble. The Warrumble. He said, that's what this place is. And it just so, it was so profound. This area just comes off our little camp kitchen and you get a big feed and then you overflow. You've got to go somewhere with a big feed and sit down. And so you get this feed and you sit here right under this beautiful structure. Beautiful overflow. But the structure was built out of the warramble of people, the overflow. Sam, Jeff, Dan, Lukey and their respective families People that don't necessarily have a relationship. They're not part of Dion. But out of their generosity, they said, we want to help. And so they financed it and they helped build it, put their blood, sweat and tears. So this structure is literally called Warrumble, but it's been made out of the Warrumble. It's been made out of the generosity of others. And every nail... And every bearing and every sheet of tin was put there because of the warrumble that people want for others. That's the concept of an overflow. It's not something you hang on to. You receive it and then you have no choice but to pass it on. It overflows. And so I thought it was a perfect name for this structure. And that is indeed what we've called it, the warrumble. And I will admit to you tonight that there was a few of us last weekend who shed a tear as we saw what a Warrumble will do. Last weekend for Dion, we had our last big meet out there. And it was a beautiful time where we just invited lots of people. Just like Jesus, come on, there's more, come on, come on. And we had Aboriginal people and non-Aboriginal people. We had older generation and younger generation, male and female, members of Dion and members that weren't, people from Dolby and people that weren't, people from New South Wales even. Thank you. <laughs> One of us anyway. We all gathered under this thing. And I just wanted to give you a sneak of it. I know it won't do it justice, my words and even these photos, but I just wanted to show you what a Warrumble looks like. And so there's this beautiful photo. That's people as they come in from the camp kitchen being served and they're going to go and eat. Look at that beautiful sunset. Oh man, the western, this big sky country we call it. Abundance, big sky. Next one shows you this beautiful picture. Look at that. Oh man, I'll get emotional tonight I, I, and I don't make any excuses. Aboriginal people and non-Aboriginal people, old and young, Dolby, not Dolby, people from Diana, not, man, gathered together, sharing, sharing. That is the spirit of God at work there, people. And this was my favourite one, this last one. I will never, ever forget this image. I know it's just posts in the ground with tin on top, I get that. But, but I want you to dig down into this thing. I want you to appreciate the love that's gone into this thing. Not just the love of making it, but the love that comes by making it. 
That everyone that has been participated in that wants it to be a place of belonging. That no matter who you are, the color of your skin, the age you have, your experiences in life, you are welcome in this Warrnambool. And we pray and trust that you will receive some of the overflow of generosity, of hospitality that is the very nature of the God that we know. That we don't want to just be with you, but we want to be for you because that's who God is for you. I want our lives to be like that. I want my life to be like that. Not just a structure on a 40 acre property out of Dolby. I want to be that. I want to be that to you. I want to be that to this world because that's who God is to me. That we would tap into the spirit of Emmanuel. That, that this God is the divine host. That he is the generous one. The one who heals us who takes us in and welcomes us home. That's worth living for. So on it, I'm gonna ask Nathan to come up and just pray as we close. And I just invite you to consider what Warrnambool looks like for you. What it means for you to tap into the Warrnambool, the overflow of God, the generosity of God, what it could look like for you. Thank you, brother. Let's bow together in prayer. Great Almighty God, we want to say thank you for the incredible generosity that you have demonstrated to us. You didn't hold anything back. You gave everything. You gave your very own son so that we might know life in you. It's because of your incredible generosity that you have demonstrated, you've poured out on us that we too want to reflect your heart to our world. We do, Lord. We want to be a generous people. We want to be a people when others come, Lord, that they would be welcomed in, no matter what their story, their journey, their background, Lord, that they would experience the kingdom of God here in this place, Lord. Your love being poured out with no healing, with no your peace, with no forgiveness found in you, Lord. That's that's our prayer. And so, Lord, we just pray, even in this Christmas season, Lord, thank you, thank you, Lord, in fact, just for revealing this to us in a greater way this last year. I really sense that as a church, Lord, showed us in a fresh way, just the immensity of your provision for us, Lord, that we can never outgive you, great God. We can never outgive you. Your resources are limitless, Lord. We only have to look to the heavens and we know, Lord, that there is no limit to all that you can pour out for us. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. And so we wanna be a people who live in that place, Lord, out of the overflow, the abundance of all that is found in you, great God. And so, Lord, we ask, even this Christmas time, Lord, as we remember your incredible generosity in sending your own Son, I pray that in a fresh way, in a new way, as we gather with friends and family members, Lord, as our streetlight team head out tomorrow night to do a meal down there in the park, Lord, that we would just know in increasing measure that this is your heart, Lord. This is who you are. May we demonstrate that to our world, we pray. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to close with this song. Before we do that, I do just want to say thank you, church, for your incredible heart of generosity. This year has been incredible, in fact, to see just this truth that Billy's been sharing about um, demonstrated here among you. I look back to Christmas time last year, we did 800 hampers and we were like, wow, that's incredible. 
remember thinking, you know, what a huge effort. And then COVID came and we thought, well, we need to get some more hampers out. And here we are at the end of this year, over 8,000 hampers given out, over $900,000 given away in a season where it should have been the reverse. You know, the logical human thing says, well, hang on, be careful, you know, look after us. But you haven't, you've just poured out your heart again and again. And I wanna say again, as we come into this, this Christmas season, um, David mentioned the Empart Christmas Appeal. Jossie and the team, they are reaching out to the poorest of the poor in South Asia. I'm talking about those who are the porters, those who are the, in the lowest castes, who are not even treated as human. They are going out and they are demonstrating the generosity and love of our great God. And so I want to encourage you this Christmas to be a part of that giving, to respond there. And again, I know you've given so much this year, but once again, we don't want to come grow weary or tired in doing good. That was the word this morning, in fact, from Neil Bernard, because in the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. So we want to do this again. And I want to finish just with this verse. We're going to sing a song. It says this, captures this message. If God is for us, which He is, He is so for us. Christmas message makes it so clear. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son, He didn't hold anything back, gave His very own Son, but gave Him up for us all. How will He not also along with Him graciously give us all things? How good is that, church? Aren't we blessed to know this? So why don't we stand together on our feet and we're gonna worship as we conclude our service tonight. Don't hold back, give Him thanks for His incredible overflow of His abundance, His generosity, His love for us. We wanna honour Him and worship Him and declare this good news tonight. Let's worship together. How great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living Lord. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from
Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Again, so good to have you here tonight. So good to have you online as well. Uh, God bless you so much this week, whatever you're doing. Uh, we'll see you soon, whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. Uh, it be great to see you then, but God bless you so much.